What up, though? It's your boy, Big Money Broner, a.k.a. the Seven Mile Destroyer, Isaiah Broner. You're now listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today, takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you learn that this is not the rap show. But this is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things on the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for this Saturday show from AIW. Damn. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, desire WrestlingCheers at Gmail. Like I said, this is a preview for AIW's Damn. I've already introduced myself, and this week we got Charlie Butters. Damn. How's it going? Yeah, I was going to do it, but. Yeah, you know. Uh, Yeah, kind of like I mentioned in the intro, this is something we found out in the AIW Discord and uh, about a month ago, it seems like, or a handful of weeks ago. This is not the rap show, even though uh, this is a rap album. Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Um, it falls in the month and the time frame that the rap show used to, but this is not the rap show. But there will be plenty of rap playing at this show. Oh yeah, because uh, Ronald Two Legs. Yeah, I gotta send him some some songs I want played. So juggle some, uh, some Limp Biscuit, you know, gotta get some Limp Biscuit on the on the pre-show mix. Juggalo homies and uh, some. Uh, Wu-Tang. You know, it kind of sucks that uh, Trey Lamar is not going to be at this show, as far as we know. I know. I've been wanting him to come back for a while. It's unfortunate he has not returned yet. But his theme is on the, <laughs> the Kendrick Lamar album. Damn. Anyway. So, first thing about this show that we normally talk about is meet and greets. Are you going to be participating in any meet and greets? I don't know, man. I don't think so. Um, I was thinking about getting a Farouk figure and getting him signed, but eh, that's that's. I already spent so much money on figures this week that I really can't afford to do that. So, see, when you mentioned to me before the show that you're like, oh, I'm thinking about getting a Farouk APA figure, I thought you were going to be like the reason why you don't want to is because then you would want to get a JBL one and you don't want one because it's JBL. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's a fair assumption. Um, I'm, I'm honestly just too lazy to have to deal with the turnaround on it because I'd probably just want to turn around and sell it for more. So, yeah. And I don't know what the prices are for Ron Simmons yet, but I mean, they get pricey sometimes. So you got to watch. Got to watch my spending. I think I was told uh, Ron Simmons might be normal. X Pac was a uh, has more of a higher rate. Yeah. I uh, I actually 
practice uh, fiscal responsibility, unlike some people that talk about it constantly and still spend ridiculous amounts of money on figures and toys. So I don't think he listens to the show. Probably not, but I could still take shots at him. It's fine. I, I would take a shot by saying that um, it's funny that he takes a victory lap for the Yankees, you know, winning, <laughs> uh, winning this little series. But this is the same person that always said that. I mean, that also said that Guardians fans don't go to don't really pay attention to uh, the baseball season until playoff time. Meanwhile, right. a lot of people I know and some mutuals that I know uh, have posted a lot of pictures from the stadium. So you're wrong. I mean, I don't pay that much attention to baseball, but I'm not a regular Guardians fan. Yeah, I don't pay that much attention to fake sports. So, uh, But go, going on with the whole uh, meet and greet thing, see, I... I really love getting figures signed. And it started with, uh, well, technically it started with the listening to the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, but it finally clicked to me when D'Lo came because I ordered one to, I ordered one off Amazon and surprisingly I got it in good condition and everything. And it showed like, showed up the same day as the show and I had it delivered to a Amazon locker. So literally like I left work, picked it up at the locker and drove straight to the show. But ever since then, if someone's coming meet and greet wise and there's a figure of them that I have, I want, or I know I can get for a good price, I tend to want to do it. Like, um, for example, when Chelsea Green came to AIW, I already had her basic that I found at Walmart. Like, I didn't have to order it. It was just boom, there. Great. Same thing with actually uh, Scarlet at Toy Hio. I think. I saw it at my Walmart and I was like, oh, cool. You know, now that she's, because this was literally right around the time she was released, I was like, that'd be cool for someone to get if, for to get signed and everything, because, you know, it's here. Literally, like days later, Rick announced it for Toy Hio. And I'm like, I literally just seen a figure at Walmart. So the next time I went, I made sure I picked me up one. But I've, I've been doing that more than 8x10s. Like, I don't mind 8x10s, but I got a big stack of them. And I'm not buying all those f- frames to put ar- uh, around my apartment. Like maybe a couple, but I just have them in my studio. But your studio is so full that yeah, it wouldn't even matter then. Well, <laughs> my studio is mostly now like f- figures, right? Well, I mean, my studio, all my walls are like uh, I used to have that one figure wall that's gone. I just have like some posters up, but like I've been slowly like moving a lot of stuff into just my my studio but like my bathroom already had like all the nails pre like put in from whoever lived there before my landlord just painted over them because that's the kind of landlord he is oh so a basic so I, landlord <laughs> so i basically just like i've i hung like i have one wall in my bathroom that's tag teams one that's like uh, uh newer stuff that like when it comes in and then i have like uh, a good old mance warner above the toilet so with his uh rookie of the year trophy from wcw <laughs> Yeah, I got like, I don't know, let's say one or two figure walls, but I do like, I have like us almost everything, I can't say almost everything, a lot of it on this one wall is signed. Signed Kevin Nash retro, signed uh, Zack Ryder retro as Matt Cardona, signed Zack Ryder retro as Zack Ryder, a few others, Zack Ryder signed uh, to Kurt Hawkins, comma, D'Lo, Shane Douglas, uh, Ted DiBiase Jr., 
also problematic. Sonny, not problematic. Colin Delaney, uh, Britt Baker. I have two signed figures, Johnny Gargano and Dan Housen. Oh, I have Dan. Uh, I have Dan Housen as well, and I also have my two Johnnies, but those go. My Johnny figures are all together minus the micro brawlers, and it's like one big line. The only thing that breaks them up is right by the Knight of Champions, Johnny. I have the Knight of Champions uh, or Hall of Champions, Tommaso. I'm going to have a uh, really, really nice, really rare McFoley one soon. And I'm really excited for that. And I have five. Have to, I'm, I'm going to put in another order of protectors uh, from from wrestling figs. So let me know if you need any. I also have five signed Danhausen figures because I'm counting the micro brawlers. <laughs> yeah, those count, I guess. I'm really glad I never got into a lot of those. Like I keep seeing certain ones and I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to have. And I'm just like, no, that's a slippery slope. Here's what I'll say about the micro brawlers. I, they are like how I treat Funko Pops now. Like I have to look at it and be like, I want it. It's not just, I want it to have it. Like my, I don't have a ton of micro brawlers. Like I got all the Danhausens. I got, uh, surprisingly only one set of Brian Myers and Matt Cardone. And that's their, their stomp ones, their first ones, which is the only ones I really wanted. I got also assigned Eddie Kingston. I always forget that that's signed because he signed it in a weird spot. All three Johnnies, two referees, bloody Terry Funk, Maven, uh, Brody, Josh Alexander, and the Headbangers, as well as Bret Hart and Sami Zayn, or El Generico. The only way I'd probably start doing those is if they came out with like an AIW line then I'd have to, or like I would get one of say like Dom, Dom got one. I would get his, but like it'd have to be like one of my, like very, very absolute favorite AIW people that, uh, I'm friendly with to get me to get one of those. Oh, I got a signed Brit micro brawler too. That's on my Brit wall. I should say it's not a Brit wall. It's like this in between my door and like, not necessarily a corner corner because one of my walls, instead of being a corner, it kind of like comes off at an angle. So I have this like little, uh, little wall that's all full of figures, but in between like that corner and the door is just like all my bread figures. And I always forget that I have that, that bread up there too. I think with micro brawlers though, like they haven't done anybody like true independent in a while. It's been mostly, it's like, you gotta be AEW, um, former WWE, which includes legends, ring of honor, uh, and impact and stuff like that but yeah that's why like i set my bar there that if they ever do decide to go that route then for sure i would love to have like a, a Derek dillinger a ziggy heim um a dom greeny um you know people like that members only would be a fun one to have bitcoin boys that kind of stuff would be you know i would go a lot of aiw alumni like i don't think they have an ethan page one yet because Ethan Page had the knockoff micro brawler. So I, I would get him if they were to come out, which I don't think they would, but I would love a, like a Lee Moriarty one. Like people like that that are in AEW, Impact, wherever, and have uh, an opportunity to, to get a micro brawler. If, say, AEW did do that, or yeah, if AIW did have their own, get their own line, then I would say like, then I would go back and get people that are alums. Like I'd go find an Eddie Kingston. I'd go find a Gargano. I'd go find like some of those ones to, to add to the, 
the overall collection of it. Like I'd go get a Dan Housen. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'd, uh, I think that that's the only thing that would really draw me in. But anyway, that we're, we were talking about a show <laughs> <laughs> before we got off on a figure talk again. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the whole meet and greet stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing the Farouk meet and greet cause I bought a Farouk Assad figure about a month or so ago. And the fact that I bought it at retail too is just perfect. I didn't have to pay a higher price. Uh, I actually got to throw that out in my car here soon before I forget. And I'm actually going to be hooking up a good old Ronald two legs with an uh, Eddie Kingston. I found cause I already had mine. So nice. And I'm not, I'm not going to do one with, um, uh, what was his fucking WWE name? Fred Rosser. Yeah. Fred Rosser. Um, uh, I'm having one of those moments where like the wrong name just pops up. Darren young, Darren young. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, maybe cause Darren, I was thinking Derek and I kept uh, saying Derek Bateman. I'm like that, that, that's easy. <laughs> that that is that is not who this it's is. A very different human being. So uh, yeah, that's uh, the main meet and greet I'll be doing, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Could probably do a nice combo deal. But yeah, let's uh, let's let's get into this show, and uh, we actually have a pre-show match. So let's get into that one. Tyson Riggs versus Austin James. I feel like this match was like made for you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cause I know for a while you didn't like Austin James and I don't know if you, how you feel about Tyson Riggs, but I didn't think it was, it was necessarily positive. <laughs> I mean, no, I, it's not that I didn't like him. I didn't like, I didn't like his long entrance and he cut that down. So like, I feel like that was like something like that was a legit complaint. So I feel like that was justified at the time. Um, and that was just even just me just goofing off uh, because I didn't have really anything to say about any of the new students because like they all had rel- relatively decent matches uh, for their first outing. Nothing was really blatantly horrible. Um, so this match being a pre-show, uh, I've already told him, uh, told Austin James to hit a dinger. So, you know, that's... That's my only thoughts on it, really, is I'd like to see Austin James use the bat, but we'll see what happens. I would like to hear people from the Lehigh Valley area to tell Austin James that he only cares about baseball come playoff time, because I have a, <laughs> I have a weird feeling that uh, Austin James really likes baseball. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know if he loves baseball enough to come in a baseball and have a child like uh oh probably not well he's not magic either like he, he's he have to be magic for that to work so do we do we know he's not magic i'm pretty sure he's not magic we, um, we barely know that uh, i've spoken with him so you forget i've interviewed all the students except for one so i mean i i feel like uh I, I would know. I feel like that was something that would have came up. Uh, I know he's. I know he used to be called Crazy Pants, so that's what I call him every time I see him now. But that's about it. Yeah, but you you, you could hide the the fact that you're magic. Like you don't want to scare people that you can come into a baseball and uh, have have offspring. I, I well, I'm just saying. I'm not even. I'm not even having this discussion right now. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying if if you know. In a few years, a, you know, a boomer James pops up. Like I might say, I told you so. <laughs> you got nothing else on this match. Got nothing. 
Hit a digger for me, Austin James. Who do you got in this? Austin James. Mm. I kind of want to pick Tyson Riggs. I mean, he legitimately thinks he can beat up uh, Kaplan. So, I mean, he, he thinks he's really tough. I don't know. Uh, well, I'll go with Austin James. Good pick. All right, let's move on to the next one. Let's go with Brian Carson and Pretty Boy Smooth versus H2 V2. Also a pre-show match. Is it a pre-show? Yeah, I, I did not notice until I just said it. Oh. It's on the graphic, and I'm like, oh, shit, uh, pre- this is also a pre-show match, so uh, I picked a good one. I just was going from, you know, having a match with two trainees to another match with two trainees, or recent AIW graduate. I, I, I hate calling them trainees, but it's just like you're you're the you're the freshman rookie class, whatever. Right, right. You're, fr- you're fresh out of it, so. I feel like they're going to be that until the next class debuts, and then they'll kind of... Yeah, that'll dissipate. Um, but really, Carson and Smooth—it's uh, a relatively new partnership. Um, H2V2 have been teaming for about six months now, so uh, now this could go either way. I think uh, Carson and Smooth are well versed in their underhanded tactics, though. So that's, that's something that I think will probably come into play. So H2V2 have been teaming for six months, like six months, like you said. But they have the same amount of wins together as Brian Carson and Pretty Boy Smooth, who just started teaming. Actually, I think this is their first tag team match together. Like, I yeah, I I, I wanted H two V two to pull out the win last month. I thought that would have been great. Here's a team. It's a pre show match. You know, they uh, get a championship match if they win it, and you know they they finally pick up their first win. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Uh, I'm. I think my pick. I, I gotta go with Carson and Smooth. It's not. It's I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna go with H2V2. I think it's not that I doubt H2V2 because, like I said, like I I wanted them to get the win last month. I would love for them to get the win here, but I'm going to go with overall experience uh, over fam- more familiarity with each other. So if I'm wrong, hey, I'm wrong. So. Prove me wrong, guys. Prove me wrong. Let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to another tag team match. Money Shot versus Hulking Season. So this is actually, when you think about it, this is actually a pretty big matchup. I didn't think uh, it was at first, but looking at it, um, Money Shot is undefeated in two versus two action right now. And Balking Season hasn't had a definitive win since they lost the tag titles back in December of last year, only winning once by DQ in January. So both teams really want to get this win. Um, This makes a ton of sense uh, to put these two together because they both desperately need this win. Um, I think another win for Money Shot puts them even closer to contention. And uh, I think win for balking season can break their losing streak and get them back heading in the right direction towards the titles instead of towards the bottom of the tag division. I wouldn't say that money shot desperately needs this one. They could definitely use it with, like you said, being undefeated in uh two on two. And I mean, yeah, they don't desperately need it, but I think that they're going to be a hell of a challenge because they are undefeated in 2v2 and 
bulking season has just been dropping losses left and right. So they really need to write this this track. And that's a big mountain to climb. I mean, you got an undefeated team going up against, I mean, bulking season that's just been dropping these these uh, losses. It's it's do or die, I feel like, for bulking season. But I also feel like if Money Shot loses to bulking season, that throws them way back down on the list of contenders. So I would say that with Money Shot, this should come easy for them. Like, yes, they've lost some matches, but never in the two-on-two sense. So mm-hmm. I would figure this is an easier win for them. You know, I know they're not necessarily hot right now, but in this situation, they're untouchable. No one's beat them. But with bulking season, that's where you get them. They're desperate. They, they, they need this win. Granted, Money Shot needs it too, but not in the same way. They need it to get a have a bigger reason of why they should be in a title match. Bulking season just needs one to stay afloat. That being said, who do you got? I'm gonna go with bulking season. Yeah, I'm. I'm going money shot. Uh, I say maybe even. I think I said maybe at the end of last year, beginning of this year, that this will be a big year for them in the IW, and I I'm sticking with it. The only reason I can't pick them is because I've been feuding with them on Twitter on the uh, IW Guide account. So, oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm just happy that uh, Elijah Dean has gone away from the man dime shit because I didn't think that was a great, I don't want to say gimmick, but like tagline, what nickname, like I don't know. All right, let's uh, move on to the next one. Continuing on with tag teams, big match of the night, PME versus Euthanasia in a steel cage match. Now, God, when does this match go on? Uh, to me, it's the main event. So I think they take a late break and put it up uh, unless they start the show with it or it comes back after intermission with it. But I, I really feel like it's probably going to be the main event. Yeah, I'm not. I could see it going multiple different ways. Well, Probably by the time this comes out, AIW will have their, you know, annual show week podcast. And um, it might, they might tell us at least what the main event will be. Whether, so right. whether this is it or not. Um, I don't want to say big match for, for PME. Because obviously this isn't the first time they've gone against each other. But th- like, this is euthanasia in a steel cage. Oh, that's big time to me. I mean, when we talked to them uh, yesterday... They really are, you know, excited for this match. They feel like, you know, they did everything they could to get rid of Josh Prohibition and his request was to face them in a cage so they can do even more violent shit to him in a cage. Um, PME have shown, you know, that they're willing to do, you know, go super far. uh, I mean, as much as bringing a pop of pepperoni to fucking you know, try to cheat Josh prohibition out of his career, put him in a steel cage or you, you corner an animal like that. Uh, it's going to get pretty violent. Um, I think that they're not overconfident. I think they're confident enough in the right ways that it doesn't matter if there's a cage, they still have Cardona's crew that can assist in whatever. Um, I mean, it's, it's a steep hill for euthanasia. Um, 
but I mean, euthanasia at least has experience in cage matches, whereas this is PME's first ever cage match. So has has youth, youth, yeah, euthanasia been in a cage match? Yes, we looked it up uh, on the show to talk about it. So, but it, it's been like fourteen years. That makes sense. Yeah, and granted, euthanasia has experience, but that's a fourteen-year difference for for these two. Yeah, it's been 14 years since they stepped into a cage and they're stepping in with PME who are, you know, like I said, they're, they're not desperate, but they're, they're vile enough to do, you know, whatever it takes. And, uh, you know, euthanasia thinks that, you know, they're stepping in there, that it's going to be one way, but I feel like PME, uh, has some tricks up their sleeves and it's not going to go the way that euthanasia thinks. So we'll see, I guess. I mean, I think if we've seen anything over the past six months to a year that PME definitely always has tricks up their sleeve. Mm -hmm. I think the bigger question would be, has euthanasia found a way or found ways to neutralize them outside of it just being in a steel cage because it's a steel cage, not a hell in a cell type. There's not a roof. Right. So if someone can climb in, and they're in the match. I feel like there's definitely going to be handcuffs and weapons involved in this, regardless of the cage. I feel like there will be interference regardless of the cage. But I think in the end, I think euthanasia with the experience pulls it off. I really do. Sorry, PME. You guys are awesome, but I think I'm going to go with PME. So the, the feud continues. I don't think the feud continues i think if pme wins i would think it's over you think so it's the way i'm kind of looking at it okay i do see other ways like either this can go or even j pro or m dog can go but my initial reaction is pme all right let's move on to the next one i set this up like this on purpose next match we have bitcoin boys for those who don't know, that is all one word, capital B, capital Z, open challenge for the AIW tag team titles. So PME already has a match. Euthanasia already has a match. Money Shot already has a match. H2V2 already has a match. Um, technically, Carson and Smooth already have a match. Who's left? Members only? My thing with that is, because I feel like if I line all the teams up like and that's on this card and I say who's missing, that's who I go to. But they just have Well, I have two I have two other teams that I think it could be. Um really thinking about this. Uh and both have been absent for a while, but both would be really fun surprises. I'll before you get into that, I'll just say that the and I basically already said it, but because members only just had a match I don't see them automatically getting another one in an open challenge. I could be wrong. Right. But yeah. I feel like it's 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 too obvious. Right. Of me just saying, Oh, what team's missing here? Oh, members only. So who who are the teams you were thinking of? Um obviously, you know, we talked to PME yesterday, so that brought up some discussion about two infinity and beyond. Uh, which they haven't been around in quite a while. And I feel like they would be a great surprise and a good test for Bitcoin. Uh, the other team I feel like hasn't been around in a while and it would be a great surprise would be uh, the Jollyville Fuckets. So those are my two 
hopeful teens. So wait a minute. When, when did you interview PME? Uh, yesterday. Oh, right. I, I didn't know. It's like the first time you mentioned it to me. <laughs> hey, I got to promote my shit some way. You know, I'm going to throw it in throughout. And then at the end, I'll mention it again. And then that'll be it. You know, the, the, I, the ironic thing is you recorded yesterday. And when this comes out, it will have released yesterday. I know. Right. That's the best part. <laughs> so no matter what, like it's yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's kind of like on long, long the lines. I was thinking if not members only fuck it's would be good. I, I would like to infinity and beyond, but, uh, first off, where's orange Flacity? <laughs> is it, is, is he showing up to the show? If he just shows up and didn't say anything, then we know that's what it is. So to go, oh, yeah, I decided to make the trek. No, no, you didn't. We know why you're here. <laughs> uh, other than that, this almost has to be a surprise. Nothing necessarily be a big surprise. Just, Hey, here's two, uh, two people, you know, you know who I like it to be? Who? Uh, cause, uh, let me double check. There is one person missing on this card and he, he's kind of in a, in a, in a, not necessarily. He's in a tag team with somebody else, but him and his partner teamed up with someone uh, one day last summer. And we, what about Wes Barkley and Swoggle? Swoggle is going to be in the area. Uh, I believe Wes has a match. Oh, no, he doesn't actually. You're right. Yeah, Shit. I was like, not on the, any of the graphics I have. I was, th- I was thinking he was in the intense four way for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could work. Here's the funny thing. I thought the same thing too. And I double checked that graphic. <laughs> I was like, is he in that match? Oh shit. No, he's not. The fuck it's would be good. I think if I had to pick, Oh, I think I actually had to pick. It'd be so hard. <laughs> Cause the, the, the fuck it's came back at, uh, Akron. against Bitcoin, right? I believe so. Yeah. To infinity and beyond would be a better pick. And the fuck it's because of that fact, but I don't know if I'd be as excited about two infinity. I mean, I love, I do love Colin, do love Cheech and they've, they've had enough time away to maybe when they came out, it'd be, uh, they should say when their music hit, it would be a big pop. And they were kind of feuding with Bitcoin when they, last time they were here, like they were kind of, that's when like we were heading into absolution and, uh, Cheech couldn't make it. And so we didn't have the full on to infinity. And now Bitcoin's the champs. So I feel like it would make a lot of sense for it to be them. That just that was just my thinking when I was sitting thinking about it. What if it's the tag team Cupid's chokehold? That wouldn't work because <laughs> how's Mikey gonna face himself? Hey, it worked for who was it? T- Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase. When uh what was it? Cody and Bob Holly versus Ted DiBiase Jr. and a mystery partner and it turned out the mystery partner was uh cody oh god let's not try to talk about really shitty wwe booking and an aiw let's not do that oh damn it i was gonna say what if i know it would never happen but what about violence is forever but tom already has a match i'm so i'm really surprised you you haven't tried to fit jocelyn into a match on here because she doesn't have a match and uh you know um i I think brunner's still injured so i don't think he'd have a match but what if it was brunner and jocelyn i mean who knows (laughs) what if it's just jocelyn i mean she's a bad bitch might it might you know that might be a thing and what if it's jocelyn and wes it's a strange bedfellows tag match they just go in there and fucking win the belts 
be wild. Yeah, I've I thought about the whole Jocelyn thing, but I'll I'll be honest. I I wouldn't be surprised if she's there, and the only time we really see her is during Ziggy's match, kind of like at the Kent show. So it's really hard to pick winners here because we don't know the opponents. But you know, we just uh, talk a little bit about who it could be. And we we could be fucking wrong. We could be a tag team. We're not even thinking about. Ben, All right, could ben, be Bang Bros. Could be a lot of people. Ben Fruth, Corey Winters. Ben Fruth, Corey Winters. Ben Fruth, Corey Winters. That'll never happen. But anyway. Ah, Gary the King Baller. Gary the King Baller and Trey Lamar. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, God. (laughs) Watch yourself. (laughs) I might be yelling in your face. Saturday. I will will not uh, be sitting near you Saturday if you're going to do that. (laughs) Watch. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, move on to the next one. Sam Holloway versus Kaplan. What's what's your notes on this one? Uh, this is the biggest test for Sam, uh, I think, to date, uh, even bigger than PB. Um, and uh, will he end up like Tyson Riggs or will he shine? I think he's going to shine. I think that uh, Sam's all about the hard way and he will go toe to toe with Kaplan. I think it'll be a good match. I think it'll be going to be a brawl and it's going to be proving that Sam's tough as fuck. And I think he is. Sam's all about the hard way. And what you don't say certified big boy shit, man. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be like a coming out party for him. I think it's going to be fucking sweet. I can't wait. I got, I got kind of happy when he, he debuted at OCW. I wanted, I wanted it to be Ziggy, but having it be him, like, I was like, all right, cool. Sam, Sam can have some fun here. Let's do it. But, uh, Kaplan, that's, uh, that's a whole different beast. Who do you, who do you got in it? I think Kaplan's going to win, Okay, but I think that, that Sam's going to earn that respect regardless. I just have that much confidence in Sam. I know he's not going to bitch out. So yeah, Sam's definitely one of the top two students of the previous class. Mm -hmm. And I I think with him, there's, there's a lot of potential for more and it's it's just only going to happen over time. I still say he needs to grow a beard. Babyface Sam looks really weird. If you think of like what he would look like with, some facial hair. Uh, maybe they'll save that for when they do a definitive heel turn for him. Because right now he's really not a heel. So that or it's it's a way to tell apart the two hard ways in professional wrestling. <laughs> Even though I don't think I wouldn't be surprised if they've ever wrestled in the same state at the same time, let alone like the same company. Oh, one's a skinny little dude, and the other one's a giant fucking beefy boy. So I'm pretty sure you can tell them apart anyway. Is he skinny? Hardway heater? Yeah, he's not. He's not a big guy. You know, fucking he ain't as big as Sam. Well, yeah, he's not as big as Sam, but I'm not. You forget, I I dwarf most wrestlers, so I don't know. My, I mean, so do you? You really? So I mean, I never thought about that until someone pointed out in uh, one of my pictures uh, that normally, like, I'm right around the same size of them, maybe taller. Until they saw a picture of me with Crimson, who's pretty tall. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got I got to go with Kaplan on this one. Like, it's Kaplan. Going to buy more jerky? Uh, well, you know, I just got uh, $50 from my other Patreon. So, yeah, probably buy some jerky, uh, Kaplan jerky with it. See, I don't know if I'll, go, I'll be able to buy that on uh, Saturday because I got the meet and greet stuff. And then Saturday is also a record store day. Oh shit! And I got a Macho Man album that I gotta go pick up. Hopefully, Uh, I'm gonna 
hit up the exchange first thing in the morning, as in, like, I got to get there before it opens to get in line. It's not, a, not a too crazy of a line because I went to record. I was at the exchange for Record Store Day last year, but I was there to pick up the day I think I picked up Nirvana's Nevermind on CD. So, like, everybody went to where the Record Store Day stuff was, and I was, like, going in an opposite direction. So, yeah, got to pick that up. So, I don't, I don't know how much spare money I'm going to have. All right, let's move on to the next one. Intense title match. Derek Dillinger versus Shaw Mason versus Filthy Tom Lawler versus Chase Oliver. So Shaw takes the titles, a uh, new champion. I mean, it's possible. I, if you really look at this, Derek has managed to retain his intense title in several multi-man matches. Uh, I mean, will his luck run out? Or will the director continue to roll credits on the intense division? Uh, you never know. I feel like you wrote that down. I did. It was very much <laughs> a, a uh, like a tease. But like, look who's in there. You got Chase, uh, who has not been successful in several attempts at this belt. Uh, Shaw, who is, I think this is his first attempt at the belt. And Filthy Tom Lawler, who just beat Wes Barkley pretty decisively. So. I mean, this is this is uh, one of his toughest multi-man matches he's had in recently. So, um, it, it really could go to any of these guys. I mean, I'm gonna pick Derek regardless because he's just somehow fucking pulling out these wins like crazy. Um, but pretty wild. You also love Derek, so yeah, you know he's my dude. As of right now, like I, I don't know who's gonna beat Derek, but in this match. Nobody has to beat Derek. All Chase has to do is beat Shaw, or Filthy has to beat Chase. But like you said, Derek has managed to pull out win after win in these type of matches. Yeah, it's it's really um, shocking how often he has, uh, just by like you know the sheer amount of numbers and like like you said, anybody else can get pinned. He doesn't have to get pinned to lose. I mean, we literally saw that happen last month with the absolute title. So anything can happen. Will Shaw Mason's sister be in attendance? <laughs> she wasn't at the last show. I, I did ask Shaw and he said she was on vacation. I was like, oh, okay. Cause I, I was kind of wondering, I'm like, oh shit. Did, like she missed out on the whole show. Cause like it fucking sold out. She'll probably be there. Akron usually, uh, you know, you can walk up, so it'll be all right. So you're taking Derek. I'm going to take Derek. I'm going to take... Look at, his look at his track record, man. I can't... <laughs> Listen, I can look at his track record, too, but we all know one true fact in professional wrestling. Everybody loses their title. It's true. I think if I were to pick anybody but Derek in this match, it'd probably be Filthy. That's, it's reasonable that Filthy Tom Lawler could win this match. Former absolute champion. Mm, I could see Chase winning it, too. I mean... He's been on the hunt. He's been, you know, our biggest thing with him was, can he stay healthy? He's stayed healthy this whole time. Uh, I could definitely see him uh, scooping up a title. I mean, I said it's just one of those things and go any which way. Shaw could be strapped up by the end of the night. Who knows? I mean, shit. That was me uh, knocking on wood because you, you said something about Chase we don't, we don't talk about. Um, no, no pressure, man. No pressure. No pressure, Chase. Uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with Derek too. All right, let's move on to the next one. Fred Rosser. Did I get the name right? Yeah. Okay. Formerly known as Darren Young. I almost fucking said Derek Bateman again. Versus Dominic Greeny. 
the uh, Bone Collector streak on the line again. Big match, Dom. And it's in his hometown. Uh, there's only one way you can go with that. Dom, Dom with the uh, W. I mean, Dom in Cleveland with the W. Dom in Youngstown with the W. Dom in Akron with the W. It doesn't matter where it's at. It's Dom with the W. But it's even more uh, specific when it's in Akron because, you know, his mom and dad will be there. So he always performs at the, the highest level when his mom and dad are there. So uh, what fun things will his dad be yelling? Oh, I don't know. Be interesting. Dom, Dom's the new, and I don't mean this as an insult, like Dom's kind of the, the new Donst. As in there was this time period in AIW, and it's, it's been a while. There's like Turner's holidays where... Don's got a lot of the guests, like Chris Hero, Matt Tremont. Uh, there were there were a few others I remember, but like we, we called him Big Match Don's. Granted, like Big Match Cena, but it was oh so and so is coming in. Don's gets him, and I'm not I'm not complaining about with Don's having it or even Dom having it. It's just kind of a thing I noticed. And it's funny when uh, Fred was announced, I did not. I don't think I automatically went like oh it's going to be against Dom. I look at it like this, like Dom has ran through the pretty much everybody in AIW. So what's left for him is these big guests uh, and him being on that bigger stage with violence is forever outside of AIW just makes him more of a marquee guy when he is at AIW uh, and putting on these big matches with big names. So it's like something that's going to get eyes on AIW outside of the AIW crowd is when Dom is facing other big names. Um, that's what I feel like. It's another reason for people to tune in and watch him take on, you know, Thatcher, take on Fred Ross or these New Japan guys, like these these pretty decently sized names because um, Dom's on that level with them. So, And it's crazy to think Dom got some of these matches like early on too. Yeah, I mean, he had Zack Sabre Jr. And uh, it was like his first year. So like, it's crazy. It was like definitely under a year because I'll never forget that promo that Zack Sabre Jr. cut after the match. Like, you've only been wrestling like however many months. And he was like, geez, like he was impressed. So, when I mean, you also look at like Dom got thrown into the thing, you know, where he ended up having to be a trainer as well, like not long after everything. So, it's, <laughs> um, it's uh you know he's he's definitely had like a weird uh growing phase uh you know so it's it's one of those things would you say that dom has been on a tear lately for sure i mean he's he's got the un, uh, the undefeated streak going right now um it's that's what i've dubbed the uh bone collector streak so so who do you got in this i'm gonna go with dominic greeny for sure yeah i got i gotta go with dom too all right, let's move on to the next one. Steph DeLander versus Ziggy Heim. This match surprised me when I first seen the graphic. And it's only because we had Steph versus Jocelyn last month. And in my head, I was like, oh, I wonder if she'll ever get a match with Ziggy. And boom, next match is, is this. So when I say surprise, like, I'm not like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was just thinking about this match. There, there's going to be a size difference in this match. Oh, for sure. Uh, size difference, strength difference, but you forget that Ziggy has where she will go into goblin mode and uh, she will be formidable at her size. And I don't think Steph has probably prepared for that, but you know, she's 
underhanded, so we'll see what happens. Steph is a is a tall some bitch, as as some would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I this is I mean let's let's face it this this is Steph versus Big Zig. I think I think we'll, there will be a like Big Zig chant at some point. And this is Ziggy's. So this isn't her first. She had a in January. She had a singles. So mm-hmm. she's only had like three singles matches in AIW. So this is you know very interesting. Three, I believe, three singles matches at like regular AIW shows because there's been the 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 Canton Street Festival shows and there's been Go for Broke. Okay. So like I'm which the way I look at it like Go for Broke is kind of like scrambled in our heads because we weren't there we just watched it on tv and it's not the same as like when we go to these shows and like i went to i think three of the 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 first canton street shows the first year and then i didn't go at all last year so yeah yeah, i didn't go last year either so but yeah at least third at like a regular aiw show so who do you got Mm. i'm gonna go with ziggy i'm gonna go with steph you mentioned earlier, uh, there's everybody that's with Cardona. Maybe um, Bill Alfonso is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I figure you still have Cardona too. Dad, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the advantage to Steph here. And that's all the matches except for what might not be the main event, but we have the absolute title match. The indie god. Matt Cardona versus Joshua Bishop, the two-time AIW Absolute Champion, Matt Cardona. Remember when this was supposed to happen in Absolution and then we weren't going to have to put up with Cardona anymore? God, that was a good time. Oh, Oh, I missed that. Oh, you actually thought we weren't going to have to deal with him after that match? Yes. Oh, it'd be gone forever. I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think Thorne would want Cardona just to go away. And he just slithered his way back with his bullshit. So here we are. Bishop lost his title without being pinned. He's getting his chance again to regain the belt. But obviously, he's going to have to go through Fonzie and Steph and probably even PME somehow. So it's just. When, I mean, when, uh, you, I don't know. when you think about it, Cardona lost his title too without being pinned. Yeah, but that's just because his body uh, went against him and did the right thing and uh, injured itself. So. So we didn't have to put up with him. And we got that really great no rope barbed wire match out of it, which was just one of my fucking all time favorite matches ever. Like to be able to say that I saw that live was was great. Even though I was really grossed out during it. Yeah, I'm uh I'm looking forward to this. But uh, I mean, is is this going to be the absolution match we wanted? I feel like it might be. I I, I think the ending is gonna be different than what it would have been, but I feel like It'll be a lot of the same elements probably that they, they had in mind. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm kind of talking about with like, with what, what will this be ending with Joshua Bishop, you know, coming out victorious? Uh, I don't think so. Honestly, I think that with this new shit that he's got in place, I think that Cardona is going to have another relatively lengthy run, possibly maybe, maybe another six month run with the belt. So Mark could be four four months. I don't know. Absolution's coming up. Who knows what's going to happen by then? But I'm hoping we get a uh, Roman Reigns length run here. Shut the fuck up. 
I mean, if you want fucking AIW to fold, you're you're that's what you're fucking asking for. Because people will stop coming if he's, he continues to be champion for that fucking long. I hate to tell you that, but that's true. <laughs> you don't want to see a thousand day Matt Cardona reign? I'd rather get my dick and balls chopped off and live the rest of my days without them than fucking see that. We'll have this conversation in uh, 970 days. Well, good luck because <laughs> you won't be going to the shows by then and I won't be going either. So. <laughs> Just Matt Cardona, like winning all these absolutions, you know, enter, enters the jail it, defends the title, still comes out victorious. Yeah, AW can afford his rate to do that, so won't see that happening. Yeah, maybe, maybe works out a, a brother deal. I still think it's, uh, it's crazy. I'd rather see Dom beat him or something. I don't know. It's, but I feel like ooh, because we have the whole justice thing happening, um, and now justice is out injured for a bit. I feel like that's perfect for, you know, a big justice return um, and gives him a reason to be in the main event scene now. Um, I mean, if Derek loses the belt, I could see him going into that main event scene and being somebody that tangles uh, with everybody up in there because he's already basically faced all of them a bunch of times and seeing him step up to the absolute division would be great Um, because I think uh, world title Derek would be fucking awesome i'm here for that 110 percent. so okay we we talked about this earlier of you know dom being on this son of streak well what if that leads it to jaylet and the streak continues so then you have dom with this opportunity and he cashes in against cardona I mean, I've thought about him going into jail it with the undefeated streak, and I feel like that is an interesting story to be told. Um, where it gets him with the title after that, I don't know, because I feel like by then Cardona is going to be not champion. So it'll just be another story for like, I really hope that somehow by then the story is Dom and Derek, because I really want that feud. I think that would be fucking amazing. Um, it's something that I think that uh, I'd be super, super into. Um, so, like, that's where I would go with it, honestly. If I were going to do that, Derek somehow comes out of absolution with the title, and then him and Derek maybe uh, feud into the fall with the uh, over the belt. That'd be really cool or something like that. I'd be into that. I think that's the difference of how we both look at it. You look at it as, like, this is what I want to see. I go with what do I think will happen? What makes sense? I'm not saying what you said doesn't make sense, but it's just, they're just the wording. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of think no matter what we will see Dom going to jail with that streak. And that will be a storyline within the tournament. Now, does that mean he's going to win? I don't know. Cause you could easily see someone beating him in the finals to make like, the streak wouldn't have helped Dom, but it would have helped whoever was the one that finally beat him. But having this be a big year of Dom makes a lot of sense because Dom really hasn't had like all of that uh, in AIW. And that's it for me. <laughs> so Cardona or Bishop? Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Cardona. Yeah, I got to go with Cardona too. I jokingly picked that say that he was going to win last month and he fucking won. But I think we're, we're going to go into the summer with a lot going on with the title. And at the, at the same time, too, Broner's going to eventually be back. 
Yeah, there's there's all kinds of uh, like I said, there's all kinds of threads that can just go all over right now. It's really fun mm-hmm. just to see which ones they pull and stuff like that. So, and then also we got Gauntlet next month. Yeah. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? You should follow me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters. Uh, check out uh, IW Guide. Uh, we've been doing interviews all this year, so there's tons of great interviews with AIW talent. Check those out. Uh, and that's it for me. What was your uh, interview this week? Uh, this week was the Philly Marino experience. Uh, they broadcasted in from Erotic City and uh, sat with us for about an hour. It was good times. Good vibes. Man, I can't believe you didn't tell me before you had that interview. Well, you know, uh, next week is uh, bulking season, so if if you want to learn some tips on how to bulk up, uh, listen next week to IW Guide. Get uh, some tips on bulking up with uh, Chuck Stone and Arthur McArthur. Nah, I've already had them on. We we all ate a burger together. Yeah, you did, and I was there. I even did a run in. <laughs> I forgot about that. Never did a fucking run of that. It was a fucking mess. What a fun episode. That was, that was great, dude. Fucking Kaplan eating those just random fucking wings because he was so hungry that somebody left on their table. It was the best. That, that's how a man... He was a bad, he was a bad influence because he got your fucking wife to do it too, which is the best. I was about to say, that's how she remembers who Kaplan is. She's like, is that the one they <laughs> ate, ate like, food off the other person's table, off uh, this random plate thing? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. All right, of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email. If you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And let's go over those places that you can listen to this show where you can rate, review, and subscribe. That would be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. And in the show notes, there is a link tree link to all of them. Check out our podcast friends such as Hiya Bussy, Super Fantastic Podcast, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, Power Driver Podcast, Fully Posable, Positively Pro Wrestling, Indie Wrestling Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds With Wrestling, Marks With Mics, Juggalo Rewind, X Over, This Ends At Prom, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Danger Zone Video in Juliet, Tennessee, Heart of Gold, Toy Ohio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, 20 by 20 Apparel, JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when uh, Charlie interviewed you this week. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet, praying in your day, in the middle of the week, and you gotta love the show, yeah you know it holds a title for the best podcast, talking wrestling in Ohio, finishing a cold one, take a load off, we ain't all about the prohibition like Josh, so we cheers.
And then we sit back Other shows are in the trash Kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice Wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week